Welcome to episode number 172, Flipping for Beginners. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned into the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Gabe, Manny, Goose, and Jay. Flipping for beginners. In this episode, we have special guest Jay Mongillo. We cover topics that range from property management, investment properties, flipping, fixer-uppers, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Winston Churchill and Helen Keller. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off. Jay Mongillo, thank you for joining us, man. We appreciate it. What's going on, guys? So he, he is a little under the weather, but this is what I like. Uh, his motto is hustle harder, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he still showed up, and that's a message out there for everyone, uh, regardless of uh, you know what your excuses still show up, right? Can't deposit excuses. Of, absolutely, absolutely. Um, all right, so we did have Jay on, ironically, on episode 127, and this is episode 172. Uh, but the first one we talked about his his business of uh, tinting, and now um, he has a little bit of experience. He, he's invested some of the money uh, that he you know he's earned from you know the tinting business, which he still has. But uh, we wanted to bring him back on because he's doing some cool things with flipping homes. Um, he, he he's within the last year or so he's just getting started. So we wanted to bring him back on, and at a crucial time, right? So a lot of times people say, "Oh, you have people who are already successful." So we had you on. As a successful business Correct. owner for tinting, but I think it's I think it's good to have you on while you're starting something else as well in the beginning phases, right? Yes. So so it's not like still well, lots of growing pains. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. So with that being said, for those of us who do not know who you are and what you do, let them know. All right, I'm Jason Mongello. As he said, I own Five Star Tinting on Route 13. Uh, we now uh, own a business. It's Chase Capital Development. We buy unwanted rundown uh, homes and we completely gut and renovate them to move new families into brand new houses. I love it. I love it. All right. So <clears throat> now I know a little bit of background information, but can, can you explain to us, you know, how you got started or what attracted you to um, jumping into this? Because there was this weird time about 10 years ago <laughs> where, you know, like, <laughs> flipping homes and everything became like this thing. All these shows yes. started coming out and, you know, a lot of people got pump faked because yeah. they got into it and they didn't know what they were doing and they mm-hmm. wasted um, a lot of money. But you, on the other hand, you kind of took a different route. It piqued your interest, but you were smart enough to not just jump in it like a complete animal. Um, I am a big risk, big reward type guy. Yeah. Um, so when we were getting ready to diversify and grow a new business and go out in other ventures, uh, we figured out what our strengths and weaknesses were. Yeah. I have a background. I went to tech school. Yeah. I graduated top of my class, did a nice. lot of contracting with my father and my uncle, built a ton of stuff in my lifetime. So we took 
something that we knew we were relatively good at, yeah. something that we liked, something that we thought we'd enjoy, and obviously the big key is something that was profitable. Absolutely. Um, even with the five-star tinning, we were not profitable for the first three years. Yeah. After our first house, we were profitable. Wow. So there was no downtime. There was no nothing. It was, um, I've had a lot of luck with having some amazing mentors, yeah. picking people's brains when they don't have to give me the information. And for some reason, I get it out of them and they volunteer it. Um, so we went into it wholeheartedly, but with a semi-game plan. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We did not know a lot about it. I yeah. know how to build. Yeah. I know nothing about real estate. My wife does. Yeah. Um, so we assembled a team. Uh, we got some mentors on staff. I sat down, talked to my father. Uh, we got a realtor. Uh, talked to some lawyers, got the company made, talked yeah. to my wife, put a plan together. Uh, as strong as that plan was, it fell apart the first day we got in there because, it, you know, it, it's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> again, on TV, they do four months in a half-hour time frame. Sure, Everything's easy yeah. except right. for the alligator in the pool or the, whatever, right, you know, right, the right. dumb stuff there. <laughs> this is real-life stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's real-life problems. And yeah. um, our first one, we were profitable, but we learned – so much. So a lot of people are afraid to get into the flipping because one, real estate is very profitable, but you need a lot of money yeah. to start it. Yeah. And if you don't have the money, you have to find it from somebody. Right. So we looked at our bank account and we said, well, we don't have that kind of money to just be buying these houses. Yeah. Uh, again, after speaking with mentors and going through all the steps, we went and found an amazing capital eventualist yeah. who gives us X amount of money for X amount return. Yeah. So what we do is that that was our hardest struggle was finding the money to be able to do what we thought and expected we could do. Yeah. Once we locked that down, yeah. we went from zero to 100 in literally 19 days flat. Yeah. Once we knew we could purchase whatever we needed to, yeah. we put our plan together and it was, it was yard. We, we were done, so... So what what was it though? I I know you said you had some mentors. You you peaked you know peaked your interest. What exactly was it? So I know is that you have a little bit of background in construction, well a lot of bit of uh, background in construction, but you just knew that this was something that you could do if you could just get someone to help you figure you know show you the way. Correct. correct. So there's confidence for, there for sure. For years, as we go into my background from back then, is when I when I first got on my feet, I'd worked for my father construction, contracting, plumbing, building stuff. Yeah. Um, same thing with my uncle, same thing with friends. I've always done it. I just never did it for myself. Exactly. Um, so I knew I had the skills. That, that, was, that was the most confident part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't like, if we get this money, what do we do? Yeah. Mm. We were so hungry. We are like, we need to get this money so we can start what, what we were really getting into. Okay. Um, and again, as you said, top of the market, man. Yeah. It hasn't been like this in a long time. Yeah. And right now in the MLS, I believe it is... There's three people pre-qualified for homes for every one that's listed. So the wow. supply versus demand is insane. The last house I actually sold on Facebook. No realtors. It's crazy. Uh, if you follow me on Facebook, yeah, absolutely. I post daily videos. Yeah. So when a customer or somebody's interested in a house and they're going to buy a house for X amount, X amount, these people got to watch from the day we opened that door to the day they walked in, it was their house. They watched for three months, their house getting built before they knew it was theirs. Yeah. yeah they yeah. fell in love with it and made us an offer. I think it was like 15 days before we were ready to put it on the market. The house, the kitchen wasn't even done yet. And they put a full deposit down. So that, that, I mean, That's the yeah. market is insane. And again, anything you do in this life, if you put your heart into it and there's quality, yeah. somebody's going to want it. Right, yeah. the, the value of art, it's what somebody's want to pay for it. So if yeah. you're going to have that heart and you're going to put that 
everything you need to make it the way it has to be, mm-hmm. it's going to go. It's I mean, a very, it's a very unique time. I mean, at the economy what point, is good. Absolutely, the economy is good. But at what time could you actually watch your house? Unless you went and you're buying a house from scratch, or you bought a piece of Correct. land, and there, there's no other opportunity Correct. that you would have in history that you could watch this thing unfold Correct. watching an investor and now this and that was like you guys couple, really did yeah. pour your like heart and soul that but that's I put what my heart made into that it, one that was my, that that, was my baby. that's what made it cool though because you saw that it was going to be like a dope product right you saw that but i think the most i think what sold it just as much was your excitement your your the process jimmy of, you know me yeah anything absolutely. that i put my name on it's at least 101% or better. Yeah. I will not go into something that I'm not wholehearted on. Absolutely. Um, especially, I, I've helped other people, but if it's going to be my name, my wife's name, my family's name, our reputation, yeah. it is going to be done the absolute best as possible. Absolutely. And I've been scolded by so many people in that house for, you know, you could put a little cheaper cabinet in. You could get away with not doing the vaulted ceiling. That's an extra 200 here, 500 here, 800 here. And I had the vision. I, I knew what I wanted the second I walked into the house. Yeah. We designed it from scratch on my program in my shop. Nice. Then we took it to the township. We did the whole thing. And I knew what it was. And we didn't skimp on a single nail. Nice. And that's just, I mean, you'd seen the quality of the work. It's yeah. not only was it good quality, but when you see it, you know that I put my heart into everything oh, yeah. is just so meticulous. You put it together like it was your. Like, like, like your family and was going to live in it. And everybody keeps saying that because I said, oh, and it's got this and this and two showers and a rock wall. And that. everyone knows that's everything I have in my house. Yeah. So when I bought my first house with my wife, we said, oh, you know what? I'd love to change this. We need a walk-in closet. We need a whatever. Most Levittown houses don't have a living room or yeah. dining room. You, yeah. you know, they don't yeah. have giant closets and attics and stuff like that. It's all extra money that goes out. But again, you're getting it back if you do it the right way. So we designed this last one that we did on paper and we changed it five or six times until we got it the way we absolutely loved it. And then we said we would move into it and then we started building it. And that, so, that was inside the fact that we knew we were ready to start the build is when we looked at each other and said, when this is done, I'll move into this. That's how much I love this project. And then that's, that's when we get from there. So if someone were to watch this process, I mean, it, 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 was, it was cool. Um, but if you were to watch this process, you didn't know who Jay or his family was, you, you would have literally thought that he was building this house for his actual family. He, they, already have, they already had a house. But you would have thought, because the way they were building it, you would have literally thought it was, if you, came in, if you came in midway, you had no idea. Midway, still passionate, still excited. I thought that's what was so neat about it. And it was different. Right, because a lot of times we do see videos, we do see other, you know, like, you know, processes. If you love what you do, and it's so cliche, if you love what you do, you don't ever have to go to work. It's physical labor, lugging two by four, whatever. But we loved every aspect of that, and that's what's drawn us to this. And we haven't got away from the tinning. The tinning is still there, and it's still very profitable. Um, And we're in process of doing multiple things with that. But as far as me and my wife go. She's not a daily grinder in the shop. She doesn't love tinning. Yeah. She loves the business. She loves helping me. She loves all that. Yeah. But she doesn't wake up like, oh, I can't wait for Jay to go tinning today. It, does, it doesn't yeah. work like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, i tell you what. Yes. You ain't never seen two people happy to walk through and skip through Home Depot picking out tiles for somebody else's house yeah. like it was our own. And that's yeah. what we actually bonded and grew our relationship better. Yeah. Not only as, you know, lovers, but like as partners, as friends, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and then that made all this worth even more while because – I work 80 hours a week for yeah. a very long time. I now have a six-month-old. So I'm 
struggling between <clears throat> shop, building a house, the rental property, our house, and now a newborn. Yeah. There's not enough time in a week, let alone a day. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 so then to be able to enter into a venture where my wife can be involved. Yeah. And it, it's just like the show. She comes in and she goes, you know what? I think this wall is going to be gray. And, you know, it holds this tile up over here and says, no, no, no. This fan's going to be here. And I sit back and be like, I get to do something I love with the person I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the best part about it is now is that, if you know from the past, I didn't have a great relationship with my father and my brother's from back in the day, from yeah. all the stuff that I had done. Yeah. So my father is my plumber. Yeah. My brothers work with them. Yeah. I get to work eight hours a week and see my wife, see my son, work side by side, my father for eight hours a day, yeah. get to joke with my brothers, and then we all get to make money at the same time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it's a win in every aspect of it. Yeah. yeah. And then this house that we're doing now, that's going to be done in 20 days, uh, we actually bought it's four doors down from my actual house. Okay. So we have two on the same street. Okay. So like when my wife gets done work, She'll put my son in his little carrying cart and scoot him on down with dinner, a little yeah, hot yeah. plate on his lap, and yeah, then, yeah. we're here, and it's, it's 16 seconds away, so I get to spend even more time with him, so, which awesome. allows me to work because I'm a worker. I'm yeah. not great at a lot of things in life, but the one thing I'm good at is working, yeah. whatever it may be, yeah. um, and my wife knows my traits, and she compliments me, and you know, again, putting that whole process together, we're like... You get to design it. I get to build it. My father gets to be involved. We get to see these people. We get to do something we love. It just was like when they say the stars aligned, it aligned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we were profitable phenomenally from the very first house. Yeah. Um, the story is we bought the first house, the one that we live in now, yeah. and we renovated it, and then we're going to sell it to make the money. But we loved it so much, we actually moved into it. Yeah. So instead wow. of it being our first flip, we now live in it. That's awesome. Um, and then from there... It just keeps continuing. So now um, we've three under our belt. Uh, and a little known fact, we just purchased another one on Monday. Nice. Uh, that we'll, we're going to start in January. So we're going to take December off with the baby and holiday and take a little breather from our 80 hours a week and yeah. you know enjoy some Christmas and family time. And then January comes and start all over again, new house. So... Do you, so, guys, do you guys get buy houses just in Levittown or a specific area? Um, you- we're, we're currently buying in the Levittown area. And the only thing is because we haven't done it long enough, we now have a rapport. When we walk into the township building, we know the girls by first name basis. Okay. And she'll call me on my phone and say, Jay, you missed the paper on, on page five. What, uh, you, know, you know, when you yeah. walk in the first time, it's an uphill battle. You're, you're learning a business and then meeting all these people that, have a say in what you can and can't do. Right. So right. now that we're our house and all these other houses in, I would love to get to Bentown. We would love to get somewhere else a little bit higher end. But right now, it's close to our home base, which is the shop in our house. Um, and we know our numbers so well that as long as we get it for X amount, we know that style house literally to the $100, what we're getting out of it before we start the project. Yeah. You have pluses and minuses and stuff, but that, that's what a budget is. Right. Um, and again, that got blown out of the window on the first one. You know, you go in and say, oh, this is only gonna cost four grand for this bathroom. But then you forgot the reframing and this, and the permit's $180, and now that bathroom's at $550, and 580 and this and that, whatever. Um, and it adds up, yeah. it adds up. That's so right. yeah. what we have done is, my wife taught me how to do spreadsheets. Um, and she created a monster because I have a spreadsheet for my spreadsheets. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have five, five binders of spreadsheets now that are itemized lists of everything that goes in the house. Number of outlets, square footage of walls, number of sheetrock, subcontractors, 
um, and a little background on how it worked. Um, shout out to Chris Levins for a lot of this knowledge I'm about to tell you guys. Yeah. But uh, most people would say, you're supposed to do X, Y, and Z. And he, he taught me from my first house that you take what you want to make, let's say it's 50 grand. Yeah. You deduct that from the price of what you think it's going to sell for. Then you deduct how much your renovations are, and that will let you know what you can afford to buy the house for. Instead of saying, I got this house for 150 grand, and then we're gonna do this, this, and this, your profit margins are whatever. We take, we know what we're going to make, and then we back our numbers in there, and that tells us how much we can spend on the house. And if it's only X amount, it's a one story. If it's X amount, it's a two story. If it's this amount, it's a Cape Cod. And you go around, you find the houses, and that's, that's how you get your numbers. And literally, that one single piece of information changed from what we made on the first house to these next two by about 40%. Wow. Learning that. Instead of saying what's left over is ours, no, no, no. This is what we are going to make, and then now we're going to work the numbers in backwards. And not to sound, can see whatever, but I have a, a full-time business. Yeah. So if I'm going to put 80 hours a week in at this house to make less than what I can put 80 hours in at the shop... I'm a fool for doing more work and making less money. So right. we have to do it that way because I can't put myself out there with these houses and then leave the shop in shambles and come back and say, I hope we have a good week here. You know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's lot. a lot. It's a lot. And the shop has taken a hit. I mean, we're still very profitable, but when the owner is not on the premises 24 seven, I have great guys there. Don't get me wrong. I have phenomenal guys that work for me. Um, but I can only be in one place at one time. So can them. So, I mean, that, that, this next one that we're about to do is we ran our numbers seven ways a Sunday. And then we decided that, you know what, instead of doing a full $60,000 renovation, we're going to scale it back to 40. And then that's going to bump our time frame down from four months down to two and a half. And then we worked our numbers in that way. So I can make sure I'm at my shop for tax time, which is our best time of year. So now I have to incorporate everything I do in this business has to be okay with this business and then has to be okay with my son and my family life now. So now it's, you're building a business, that's only one step in the process. Yeah. So even as we're perfecting it, my man, it is, it's a whole nother ball game back there with running so much at one time, so. So what are you gonna do different with, uh, well you did explain a little bit of the you know, scaling back. Um, you're basically put, all, put this project off an entire month, Correct. month and a half or whatever yeah. it is. Um, what else are you doing different? What have you learned in the last three that you're going to apply to <laughs> this one? <laughs> a wise man once told me, you can't answer a phone and swing a hammer at the same time. If you're talking on the phone, you can't be building. And if you're building, you can't be making deals. So part of the reason that we made a lot of the money that we did on this last one is because it's what's known as sweat equity. Instead of me paying somebody to come out and do X, Y, and Z for us, I purchase the material and I build it myself. Yeah. I cut out the middleman, all the profit from that. So if the bathroom costs five grand from a contractor, the materials might only be $1,800. When I build it myself, I keep the remainder of that gets rolled into my profit on top of what we're already making. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Sure. But you can't swing a hammer and answer the phone at the same time. Absolutely. So if I'm in the trenches framing out bathrooms, I'm not at the shop. If I'm not at the shop, I'm not answering the phone. If I'm not answering the phone, I'm not finding the next deal. I'm not doing the next thing. So for this one coming up, we're scaling the project back a little bit. But uh, even the one we're doing right now, I did the siding on the last one. We decided to bite the bullet. It would save us a week. That week we ran the numbers was more profitable for me to be at the shop while they're doing it and make the money. I would make more money at the shop and then afford to pay somebody 
the equivalent to do that. I saved the back-breaking labor. Sure. I saved a week worth of time. Did it cost more? But my project is actually six days ahead of schedule right now. Yeah. So that's where, for this next one, it's, okay, you can do this stuff. What is it worth to you to make that extra dollar? Is it worth your extra four hours to do this little project? Or is it worth it for you to pay somebody to do it? Not because you can't, but because it fits in the grand scheme better now that we are refining this process. Yeah. So on this one, we subbed out the roof. We subbed out um, the siding. We subbed out the sheetrock. We subbed out, subbed out the spackle. My father does the plumbing. Um, and we still do everything else, all the finish, the cabinets. We bring somebody in and set the granite and stuff like that. Um, but for the most part, we're seeing what, what we can sub out without jeopardizing a single ounce of the integrity and feel that goes into that house of it's built with that pride. Um, so then it comes down to finding a subcontractor that can do the work for the price that you have allotted and then be your quality, your standard. You know, I can get a siding job for five grand or two grand. Chances are the two grand siding is not going to look as good as the five grand siding. So now that process is another step farther. Now you have to vet the people that you're going to use. Their price has to match. The time frame has to match. And then the pride and quality still has to be there. That, that's layer seven on one aspect of that, you know, and this yeah, is, yeah. this is, we're learning, man. I'm, I learn every day. And I say, if you're not growing or if you're not learning, you're not growing. Yeah. The only way to grow is knowledge. Mm. If you walk in a room, you think you know everything, you, you, you hit your ceiling. You know what I'm saying? So when these siders come over, I pick the brain. They actually like, Jay, we got to get back to work. Like, can you give me five minutes? Like <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, I pick the brains yeah. until the point that it's like, I can tell like, okay, get back to work. Yeah. But that's my thing, man. I, I, I love the knowledge. I love learning. And I love that I can learn stuff that's profitable and I love doing. So again, it's another triple win. So, so, so talk to me about a little bit about material. So I know there's, there's a lot of guys who, who do a lot of flipping and I, I don't know if, whether this is something you, you like to do, you would, you would like to do, or is it something that doesn't. Your boy Dante's in it. He's doing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing he's really doing very good. good. I, I talk to him a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He's the man. Um, but there's, there's even people like, uh, who, who, who I guess, buy the same style homes and kind of like what you're saying, they have spreadsheets. Correct. They already know exactly what's yeah. going to go. So then instead of, you know, buying in bulk, they'll buy, you know, buying tile by the bulk because they already know they're going to do three houses. They already well, know they have a style that they want. Gotcha, Is that gotcha. something that you're interested in? Yeah. Or you just so like what to do- we did was we couldn't do stuff like that until my wife sat down with everybody and got the LLC. Yeah. Um, we got our tax ID number, EIN. We got the bank account set up. We got the route, the whole nine yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once we had that, I was able to go to these distributors and warehouses okay. and get contractor grade pricing. So if I buy a hundred thousand pieces, it's still the same if I buy four because okay. now I am a certified contractor with a license number that is giving them revenue. Mm. Um, I'm not a walk-in client. I'm calling my orders in. They're shipping them to the houses. We're not browsing in the showroom for four days. We're coming there knowing what we want. You show us the samples. We pick the color, and that's it. it my spreadsheet matches yours. You give us the price. Ship it to the house. We're done. Um, you can't always do that with Home Depot. Right, so right, right, my right. first house um, is what they know in Flipper as a Home Depot house. Okay. If you walk through Home Depot, that's what my house looks like. The, that door, that set of window, that color paint, that threshold, the tile from the third row, the house was completely built 90% in Home Depot. Yeah. It's not bad. It was, it was our first one. Mm. Um, but then we said, you know, then it comes down to pricing. Yeah. How do we get better prices? Home Depot 
I, granted, you buy a lot from me, you get a little breakdown, whatever. But there's definitely a premium there still. Correct. Yeah. Now you start going to distributors, warehouses, calling around, do your due diligence. Sometimes it's a lot, sometimes a little. Um, they just open up a distributor literally uh, right in Bristol by the Amish market. Okay. The other one was in Hatfield. So we ran an hour up there. We picked it up, ran an hour back. If I was one piece short a week later, he had to run back, whatever. They opened up a new one. We set up our contractor license, everything with them. We get a phenomenal rate. They're right down the street, and they ship to us. So, I mean, it's mm. we're learning. It's the growing part, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The knowledge was how do we get the materials cheaper? How do we get them faster? How do we get the better quality for the less price? And, and you're just constantly, constantly learning, yeah. constantly asking questions constantly figuring out even when you think your formula is good it might have been good for the last one but in that two three five months you know something new could have came out right there somebody might give you the tip for that new distributor that nobody knows about yeah you know which is what happened to me um and you're literally constantly perfecting it that's it you never stop perfecting it so so how do you find the actual houses that now i know now i know i know um you know, you, you want to stick in the area yeah. so you can, you know, get all your growing pains. So pretty so, much so what you do is you drive down the, down the street, you find this house, and you knock on the door. <laughs> you, offer them, you offer them a briefcase of cash, and then it's done. Yeah. That's best case scenario. Yeah, it doesn't always work like that. Um, that that's ideal. That's what happens. So um, my lender um, has a network of people. Okay. And one of his real estate agents knew there was a house in Levittown going up. So they went and looked at the property. They vetted it, the whole nine yards. Um, and he said, hey, I got the perfect guy for this. He said, it's on Great Oak. I said, I live on Great Oak. So I walked three doors down, met him. We took a look at it. We made an all-cash offer. They signed the papers a couple days later, and it was ours. Okay, so that, that's what I was going to say, because it's, it's really because now it's, it's super competitive. So now you have to have some level Here's of like, inside is, scoop. If you can find it on a website, you pretty much can't flip it. Yeah. Here's the thing is, the house we just did, if that made it to the real estate, it's going to go on the market. You're, you're getting all sorts of money taken out of it. Um, and then you have 19 people that want to buy it. Yeah. Three people approved for every one house available. Right. So even if it's a crappy house, three people want their first house. Yeah. They'll figure it out later. Yeah. So the way we do is we know our number and we, we went and sat down with the lady and said, hey, this is what we can offer you. Um, she got back to us a couple of days, said, we'll do it. And it was like that. And again, that all comes with having somebody with a lot of money standing behind you. Yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> so when you have that, you can then go out on a limb and start making people these offers. You start going out on a limb and saying, hey, what we're doing with our realtor right now is we're driving around in a car and we're looking at places and saying, hey. Is it legit though? Like you see like a house that's kind of ran down old? Absolute. Because no, th when you just said that, just reminded me of there's a guy uh, literally just driving around and looking at the, the, the crappiest driveways. That's on me after work. And that, He'll just go knock. There. He's like, your driveway it's stinks. It's the of a cold I'll call back in a day. You, yeah. pick up, you know, we're driving. There might not be a crappy house in that development. Oh, well, next one, you know? Mm, it's yeah. not like we're out for six hours on the clock punching nut. Like, yeah. you know, I'm on the way to pick my son up from what's it called? I'm going to hit that side street real quick and take a lap through these two sections and just see what's there. Mm. Once something catches my eye, I call my realtor. I give him the, the address on it. He does all the background, what, what it was sold to for what year and when. Right, right, right. Um, like we just made an offer on, on a house uh, on our street uh, a couple weeks ago. 
And uh, we, we did a background on it, and we found out they'd refinanced in 2008 for $160,000. So if you do the math, they would still owe to today 124. I'm only offered 120, so we knew not even waste our time because we already knew our numbers. Right. And we knew what we could put out. Right. And we did our due diligence. Instead of knocking down, getting them excited, sitting at a table for four hours, call that out. We do our numbers. Numbers add up. And then we continue to cycle. Absolutely. And again, we've done, we've bid on houses before they've gone up and lost every one of them. We've bid on houses that were on the market, lost every single one of them. Right. The right. only houses that we've gotten so far are the ones that we've sat down face-to-face with a lady at the kitchen table and signed a check to. Um, so, so there, this is completely different. So if you're out there and you're thinking, um, I'm buying my first house, this is totally different than that. Yeah. So this is, this is, this is. These houses have half are this. not livable. Right. And this is like a, to- this is, you got to separate business from like your emotion. Cause a lot of times <laughs> the emotional process comes in. It's true. This is, we're talking about someone who is what, like you said, is buying their first home. They're super excited. There's this so is not, many emotions this involved is not that. with the purchase yeah. of that. People fall in love with cars and pay way too much. Absolutely. So somewhere you might live for 10, 15 years. You've been in your mom's basement for 12 years. Absolutely. She's got a stinky cat. You hate the neighbor. Yeah. You want to get out. You're willing to pay that little extra because it's going to be yours. Yeah. And it might be your forever home. So, I mean, there is a lot, a lot of emotions in the back end of real estate. So how do you, how do you, all right. So for those of, so those of the uh, folks that are listening that do want to get into it, how do you, what's your, your, your recommendation to them to keep their emotions in check during this process? Because you could be like, Oh my God, emotionally it's different. I, right? do. Emotionally, I, I, I get emotional, but I, my wife checks me like yeah. it's a hockey game. I'm but not the emotion, even playing. The emotion, <laughs> <got> from, <laughs> the emotion is different though from like it's it being your personal home. So you're emotionally because you're thinking Correct. you're attaching all the memories I can have, yeah. but Correct. with flipping, you're emotionally getting excited because how much, money i can make correct so it's like at the end of the day it's about red and black profit and loss you know nobody starts a business to fail or to lose money absolutely nobody absolutely so the easiest way for that is numbers don't lie yeah if the numbers add up and make sense I get super excited. Sure. I'm like a kid on Christmas. Yeah. Then my wife reels me back in the earth. All right. Now we got to check this out. Now we got to find a title. Now we got to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then that checks out. And then I get really excited again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then let me tell you, we just got sheetrock uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and they're spackling. So we're at the closing phase, like, because it's called closing the walls. Okay. Where we're ready for finish. That's the, all the, the, the nice stuff. Got it. All the plumbing, the rough's done. Um, that's where my emotions get the best of me. Because yeah. I walk down that aisle and I see the tile I love. Yeah. And guess what? That's 2250 a square foot. And Kelly's like, oh, you need to cut that in half. Yeah. This is not your house, Jay. And you got to yeah. check the emotions again. Because yeah. I w- always want to put what I think looks best or what is the best of the best in here. Yeah. And that, again, that comes with knowing your numbers. So if you know what you're selling the house for before you start, you already have your budget for the floor. So even though you love that tile or that shower is gorgeous, if it's not in the budget, it doesn't go in. Absolutely. Unless like I buy my wife a gift or something and then she's like, all right, you can, you know, you can put two showers in this one. <laughs> you see the last one? We put a stand-up shower and a yeah. rock wall sauna shower yeah. with a rain shower in there. Yeah. I had to finagle that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There was a lot of finagle in there yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to get those in there. So, um, but again, we just, you move money around in the budget. And again, that was the last one was I want to put this really nice stand-up rock wall, rain shower, sauna shower in there. And it was not in the budget. So then I knew when we looked at our numbers, I then had a sweat equity, my siding. I took, siding was going to be $5,500. The material is only 1900 from the distributor. 
again, it took me a week, but if I did the siding myself, I now have room in the budget to put that shower in that I wanted that I knew was going to be one of our, we call it the crown jewels. Yeah. And, and you have to have something that attracts that in our houses, something that makes the wife say, babe, I want this. And then the husband says, yes, but you know what? I got my man cave or my TV or my lounge or the giant breakfast bar to eat wings at during the Eagles game. Yeah. You, know, we, you, know, you try to peel and you got to make sure all it's in the budget. Um, now what, what would you like for your signature to be? Right. So, so a lot of these, somebody's, you know, it's just big, quality, man. Big, yeah. It's quality. So, they don't need a tagline. Don't need that. They look, they, when they come to our shop, they know they're getting it done right. Yeah. And if by that one chance, nobody's perfect and we mess up, they know wholeheartedly it will be fixed until it's right. Yeah. Free of charge till customer satisfaction. Yeah. That's what we built our business on. Like I told you. Yeah. A free lifetime warranty. We built our shop around quality. And if for some reason it's not perfect, We'll do whatever we have to to make it perfect. Sure. We roll that mentality over to this. A little different because they're not bringing the house back to get tinted. But, it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Again, if you're watching the process over these three months on our social media or now we have a, a Chase Capital Development LLC Facebook page. We're constantly putting videos and posts on where we're getting all the love. and like, you're, Even if you're not buying it, you're watching, oh, they redid every single square foot electric. They redid every single piece of this. They put every brand new two by four in. There's no TV magic where, oh, this wall is going to cost us five grand and it's sheet rocked. No, no, no. You watch us take it down. Mm. You watch us get the lumber. You watch us rebuild it. And then you watch us insulate it and drywall and sheetrock and plumb it. You know what you're getting. You, you know exactly what you're getting. Yeah. You know 100% what you're getting. Where sometimes when these guys are flipping houses, I, the you know what we do on Sundays? So, so, so he, he, he recently, my brother Hector just recently uh, purchased a house. But anyway, in his, in his search processes prior to, yeah. you know, obviously along the search, a bunch of flips are going to come up. And, you know, the realtor wants to take you to them just yep. in case. You never know. You might see them. And they just fell in love with this one house, right? Nothing was to code. So if you were to purchase that house, they had to it tear to down everything. And so it's one of those things where it's like you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a scary thought, but the, that's what I was trying to say earlier. Like watching the process, you literally know exactly what you're Correct. going to get. This awesome couple watched us build this house. A friend actually told them, hey, you're looking for a house. My buddy's building a house right now. You want to see what it looks like getting built? It's awesome. Like them on Facebook. Came friends. Didn't really know who they were. You know, we get a lot of likes for, for the business stuff. Sure. Um, and the next thing you know, somebody's reaching out. Hey, when's it going up for sale? Hey, what's it, you know, why don't you take a walk through? Let's see what we do. Um, and then they fell in love with the house being built. And they knew that not one corner was cut. Not one piece was out of place. That you literally watched. Day one, we walked in and gutted the place. And day, I don't even know, 94, that was one of my first ones. Day 94, they're getting a key to this dream house that they literally were a part of. They didn't pick up a paintbrush or nothing, but they were a part of it because they watched the whole thing. They have the yeah. stories to tell. You should have seen them putting a the header beam in or, or, or the kitchen came together and it's 57 square foot island. Like, you're a part of it. You are yeah. literally becoming part of the project whether you buy it or not. You mm. get immersed in it. If you yeah. don't like real estate or not. People get immersed in the fact that they can watch us tint windows and never understood the way it goes on and the inside and the glue and all that stuff. People stay there and they're fascinated with it. 
That's a half hour. Absolutely. Three month project, man. You're you're watching this thing. You're watching us there. I, I just put a, a post up before I, I had to go get ready for the spackers coming tomorrow. I'm sick. I don't want to get off the bed. My son is teething. My wife just got home from eight hours in Jersey. It, it, it's been a hellstorm of a day. Yeah. And I said, if I'm going to get up to come and see you guys, there's no reason I put an hour in at the shop or yeah. at the house. So we went down there and literally put in, I put a video up uh, and it gets all these views. It's, it's people are going to look at this. This is nine to five. Nothing that I own or do is nine to five. Yeah. When you own something, you don't have the luxury of clocking out. Right. If that phone rings at 501 or 1001, you answer it. And if you don't, you're not making the money. Absolutely. It comes down to that. You're only going to get out what you put in. So people are seeing this. Yo, this dude just posted that he was sick throwing up all day. And then four hours later, he's carrying sheetrock down two flights of stairs in the rain. Like, you know what you're getting. Like, there's yeah. nothing ever gets half-assed with anything we do. So, I mean, that, that all goes into just to feel that I should have just taken a day off. Hey, Jimmy. I'm sorry, but I'm sick. Yeah. Hey, the house can wait till tomorrow, but that's that's not my mentality. Yeah. Back to my trucking because I can look over there and see hustle harder anytime. Yeah. That, that that's it, man. Yeah. That's what it's about. So so speak to us. So you have a rental property, right? Yeah, uh, it's, it's a little bit of a different situation because uh, it was owned by my wife and her ex, um, so it became an income property for both of them. Uh, we did a little bit of work for it to make it a little bit nicer to be able to rent it out for you know just a little whatever. Um, nobody's getting rich off of it, yeah. but the mortgage is paid, and then you make a couple bucks at the end of every month. Yeah. So instead of owing $1,900 on a property, you're paying down the mortgage, and then you got gas for the week. You know what yeah, I'm absolutely, saying? Absolutely. Um, and a lot of people ask us, why, why don't you rent these gorgeous? How do you get three grand a month for them? But the way it works, the way we do it with flipping is because we're full gutting them, we're borrowing 120 grand to buy these houses. Yeah. We have to pay that in the interest back yeah. the day we close. Absolutely. Then we're putting $60,000 cash of our own money in. Yeah. For me to make that money back would take 18 years at 2,500. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. Um, we're, we're just not there yet. One yeah. day, once you have a portfolio and you've done this and you have 20 projects going on and you have commas in your bank account and stuff then you can afford that that's a retirement that's a residual income you millionaires they say if you don't make money while you sleep you're never going to be a millionaire mm. if somebody's not making money for you or you're not making it while you're sleeping you're you're never going to hit was it seven eight figure whatever yeah so that that's how you get there is you have to put the work in up front we have to grind these houses out 80 hours, blood, sweat, and tears, sweat equity, the whole nine yards to make enough money so that one day down the road, we can get a real rental property and it be profitable. Yeah. Let it pay itself off. Then like at least let it pay itself off and then sell it for, you know, the profit again. Um, but I'm, we're way off that. Yeah. I have very, very lofty expectations for what I want in life. There's definitely one of them to have a lot of rental properties. But I mean, at this point where I'm, I'm nowhere near that yet. I, I don't. I don't have the time or the means or the money to do that. Sure. So where do you see, or where, where would you like for this to be in the next five, ten years um, with, the, with the, the house flipping? Every house that we do, we get another name, another number, another contract, another friend, another referral. The first house, we did 99% by ourselves. This next one, it's going to be about 60, 40, them, us. Yeah. We'll sub 60 out. So the goal would then to be is over the next year, to, not even a, a timeline, I would have to say within the next five houses, might be done in one year, might be done in five years. I mean, that, it yeah, all yeah, depends absolutely. on everything. But within five houses, excuse me, is to have that 
team on staff. Okay. Um, I don't know if we're ever going to be a bazillion dollar chase capital development, building moguls, and the, um, obviously the plan is to be as successful as possible. But again, we still have. My wife has a full time amazing job i still have a shop with employees so the goal is just like i did with the shop is to be able to build it with the reputation big enough that when you're there putting the hours in you're making all the extra money but that it's self-sufficient yeah i still want to and have to be a part of everything that i do i'm never going to be that dude in 10 years like buy the house never see it and i look at the picture online i just i you know in 10 years maybe it'll be different but right now i, yeah. I i'm hands-on i i have to touch feel do see for myself everything yeah <clears throat> excuse me again so the goal the ultimate goal is to you know if there's 10 aspects of the house roofing plumbing framing whatever is to get six of those 10 locked down for vetted reliable subcontractors with, with a relative like fixed rate, you know, that you know what you're getting into before you buy the house, before they give you the quote. So then this way we can come in and I still want to be part of the finish. I want to set the cabinets. I want to be there when they put the granite down. I want to be the one to lay the porcelain tiles, you know, because I want it done a certain way. Yeah. Um, but I, I love the finish aspect. Of it. This, this is me and my wife's favorite part. You work your butt off to get to the point that you get sheetrock. Then you get a week off while they sheetrock and spackle, and that's a finish stage. That's when you're picking the colors, you're laying the floors, you're doing the doors, you're putting the finishing touches on, the trim, you're making sure everything is perfect, you're doing your touch-ups. That's when it really starts coming in. This is our favorite part of the house. Yeah. You work your butt off, and you walk in, and it looks like a bunch of two-by-fours stuck together with wires sticking out of them. Nobody understands what it is unless you're in the business. Yeah. But once you put the walls on, I just put a post up. I said, we got walls. Yeah. Everybody knows the favorite part of the house because now we get to put – are we put our heart and soul into the plumbing you don't you don't appreciate that stuff because you don't get to see it it's closed yeah. up yeah so i really take the time with the finish if you're gonna see it i want it to be as close to perfect if not perfect as possible it's a gift and a curse because yeah. it costs you money it costs you time but that's the reputation we talked about yeah same thing with the house i don't want anybody to ever walk into one of the houses that we bought and say you know what? I heard I was a Chase Capital house, but I just expected to be a little bit nice. I don't. I don't want that. I, yeah. I want someone to walk in and say, "I love this." How much? Yeah. You, you know, I, yeah. I, that's what I want. I want someone to walk in and be happy. Not, well, maybe if you change the gutters or put this down. <laughs> I, I want it to be. You know, I want you to fall in love with it. Yeah. If you didn't already fall in love with it during the three months we built it, then I want you to walk in at the open house and fall in love with it right there and say how much. Yeah. And that's the goal. That quality. That's it. Yeah. So nice. Um. All right, so so you, we talked a little bit about social media. Uh, was there anything else you use? Because I know you use a social media too to you know you put out you know inspirational quotes. Yeah. Uh, you have like your little uh, your your hustle harder mantra. Is there anything else you use it for for business sense? Um, that's really it. But it's uh, build it because so the reason why work again yeah. uh, a very smart person told me uh, your net worth is only as good as your network yeah so if you're doing it by yourself and you're in trouble you ain't got nobody to lean on the stronger your network is the more people you have behind you the more people that you can depend on the stronger you are so we've literally built our network through social media that's it um, I had a website built cost a fortune. We put a ticker on the bottom for the last four months, got 67 views. Put a post up for Chase Capital, uh, I think it was 970 views. Yeah. 
pay for this website. Nobody, you know, it, it's the same exact name. Yeah. But we, we've just stuck with Facebook. Mm. Uh, has been very good to us, you know. And again, if you stay on it and you stay in the eye, um, even for just a little quote once a week, a little whatever, yeah. you're, you, our name constantly yes. reoccurs. Well, you know, it's never negative. It's always positive. It's a house. It's a this. It's a car. It's a shop. It's a quote. Yeah. But, I mean, that's it. I mean, there's, there's no... We don't have a secret antidote for we're so successful because we do this Facebook algorithm. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. we post what we feel. We love what we do. Yeah, and it writes itself, you know. And people Absolutely. seem to like that. Yeah, you know. So you talked a little bit about um, you know the the, the work life balance and that that, that oh, that's your goal. Still figuring that out. Yeah, <laughs> and that is something. Um, you know, is there is there a tip that you have for anyone, or even obviously none of us here are, have perfected any of that, but. <sighs> on our way to, I guess, coming up with the best solution for us as individuals. Um, but I think you pretty much nailed it saying, you know, you and your wife do, you know, this together and, and, and you provide that time, Correct. you know, with the family. And, yes. it, and it's not always easy, but it's you, not. Try, you try to somehow make it work. Yeah. If it's easy, it ain't going to last. Anything yeah. in life that's easy is not going to stick around. Yeah. Um, man, I could take a couple stabs, but all I know is that when... I don't get to see my son for extended period of time. I make sure I get to. Yeah. And I, I get two hours in the morning with them before I drop them off at daycare. Then we're off to the races. Yeah. Um, sometimes I get done at six. Sometimes I won't be home till 10. I'm not always building a house, but I might be at a meeting. I might be at a whatever. Yeah. Um, again, own a business full time. Yeah. There's, there's no days off. Yeah. There's no hours off. There's no minutes off. There's no nothing. Yeah. Um, and Fortunately and unfortunately, um, something is always going to have to be tall in the pecking order. Yeah. And the one thing I did learn is that that pecking order, that totem pole, doesn't have to be the same day in and day out. This week, my priority is to get them walls closed at the house at all costs. Sick, thrown up, doesn't matter. It has to get done. Yeah. So my number one and number two now slid down to number two and number three. Yeah. But next week, while they're tobacco the rest of this week, I'm going to suck up all that time to be able to get home at five o'clock like a normal person yeah. and get to feed my son and, and bathe them and do all the stuff that we get to do with them, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, so that's really it. I, I just you make a plan, uh, your totem pole, your pecking order, whatever, and it's okay to shift it. It's okay to alter it. Make it, it's yours. It's nobody else's. Make it work for you. And that's it. I love it. Um, all right. So closing out, last, last, last question for you. What, what is your recommendation uh, for someone brand new um, who, who doesn't have no contacts, no nothing, but, is ver but are very interested in investing in real estate or flipping homes? or Pick another field. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> you got to remember, man, I... Technically, I've only been doing this less than two years. Sure. And the first year was my house yeah. that we ended up moving into, which wasn't supposed sure. to be our house, whatever. So, I mean, in all reality, we are no seasoned veteran. We're, we might not even be a sophomore at this point. Sure. We're just a seasoned rookie. Yeah. Um, first thing above it all, it doesn't matter how good your plan is, how much talent you have. If you cannot purchase that house... There's no plan. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. get this new car. If your job doesn't support that, you ain't getting that car. Yeah. So the first order of business is to find the financing before you even find a house. Because if you can then find a house, and again, you got that rich guy behind you, you have the ability to go and do that. Yeah. A lot of people get these steps mixed up. And again, I, I did too the first time. Yeah. We liked the house. 
We couldn't find a financing. We had to put this in her name, move this money around. It was a whole ordeal. Yeah. We learned. Yeah. We'll never do it again. Yeah. So now you secure the financing. Um, a little bit harder than just securing the financing, but that's the step one. Sure. Um, then once you have somebody that's willing to finance you, then you find the property. Yeah. Once you find the property, then it's the process of the person financing you, vetting the home. You have to do your paperwork, all that stuff. Now you have the property in your name. Once it's in your name, you should already have had that plan. That, that's what, when you close on a house, you get 30, 40, 60 days. It's there because that's the time that we have allotted to us to build this house on paper. Yeah. So if we close in 18 days or in 15 days, 30 days, that's the time that we have. Because the day that goes in my name, we are paying interest on it. We're paying employees. Every day costs you money. Whether somebody's there or not, it's interest, it's whatever, Absolutely. taxes, school, whatever. So you take that time from the time you pick your property to close on it to build your plan. I don't know what stage or step you'll be in. You might sweat equity like me and you know, do the whole thing yourself. You might have all your friends lined up or you know whatever, um, but your plan is built. You get the house, and then the most important step is you execute. Yeah. That's it. It doesn't matter how good your plan is. You hit a speed bump, man. You, you, you follow, you got to get back up. Absolutely. We get speed bumps every day there. Absolutely. So um, you, you, you build your plan, you execute, and that's it. I love it. All right, so any parting words for, for those listening? Anything? anything Hustle harder, man. <laughs> doesn't matter what you do in life. If you put that little extra effort in every day, every time you go out, eventually somebody's going to notice it. And it might take a very, very long time, but eventually the right person will notice and respect and appreciate that effort you put out and you will become either a valued asset to them or they become a valued asset to you. You only get out what you put in, so make sure you're giving it 100 all time. I love it. We'd like to close out our episodes with quotes, and the first one is by Winston Churchill. Pessimist sees difficulty in every opportunity. The optimist sees opportunity in every difficulty. The second quote is by Helen Keller. Optimism is the faith that leads to achievement. Nothing can be done without hope and confidence. There you have it, folks. Flipping for beginners. In this episode, we have special guest Jason Mongillo. We cover topics that range from property management, investing properties, flipping, fixer-uppers, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Winston Churchill and Helen Keller. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed. <laughs>